The China Study by T. Colin Campbell. One sentence summary. The China Study examines the effect of animal protein intake on cancer risk and suggests improving your health by focusing on a plant-based diet. My favorite quote from the author is, It's never too late to start eating well. A good diet can reverse many of those conditions as well. In short, change the way you eat and you can transform your health for the better. T. Colin Campbell If you ever have a chat with a vegetarian or vegan friend, this book is bound to come up. It's often called the Bible for Vegans, because the research that made up the groundwork of this book is what first backed a vegan diet scientifically on a big scale. It's been a big step forward for advocates of plant-based diet, because like in most divisive issues, such as politics or religion, it's really hard to argue when all you have to argue with is morals and ethics. Now, with some scientific truth to back up a plant-based diet, supporters of vegetarian or vegan diets can make themselves heard. This book is loosely based on a 20-year study conducted with over 6,000 people from 65 rural counties in China. Here are three lessons from the book to get your thinking gears spinning about food. 1. Your health is not a matter of medicine. It's a matter of nutrition. 2. You don't need as much protein as you think. 3. Animal-based protein is more likely to cause cancer than plant-based protein. Ready to learn something new about nutrition? Let's go! The China Study Lesson 1 Your health is a matter of nutrition, not medicine. This answers the question, how does nutrition impact our health? In a way, we're all slacking with our health. We have this great medical system which we can rely on to take care of us, whatever might one day be wrong with our bodies. There seems to be a magic fix for every disease, a pill for every pain and a surgery for every slightly misplaced nose or other symmetric irregularity in our faces or on our bodies. But by relying blindly on the healthcare others provide for us, we're giving our health into other people's hands. And if those hands are shaking at the wrong time, for example during a tumor removal surgery, it's lights out. In reality, your health is yours to preserve. It's in your hands and yours alone. You decide about your health with every meal you eat, every piece of fruit or milkshake you choose. Even though we're spending three times as much money on healthcare as we used to 40 years ago, sickness and disease has gone up across the board. 7% of all patients suffer from severe side effects of their medication, even when taking it as prescribed. Health is a matter of prevention, not redemption. You choose your health by choosing your nutrition, every single day. The China Study, Lesson 2. You don't need as much protein as you think. This answers the question, how much protein do we really need? The Paleo diet is one of the most popular diets and has seen a massive surge in its following over recent years. Prompting us to eat like our caveman ancestors, it relies heavily on veggies, nuts, seeds, berries and of course meat and animal products. It's particularly popular among fitness freaks due to its high intake in protein which is important for muscle growth. More and more, even non-athletes thus start to demonize carbohydrates, because they're high in sugar, supposed to make you fat and receive little attention when eating paleo. The China study begs to differ, quoting German nutritionist Karl von Voigt, the father of modern nutrition science, who found way back in the 19th century that 48 grams of protein per day is enough to remain healthy. Ironically, he's also the same guy that started the pro-protein craze, re recommending 118 grams of protein per day himself, 
for there can never be too much of a good thing. The China Study, Lesson 3. Cancer is more often caused by animal proteins than by plant-based proteins. This answers the question, do animal products make us unhealthy? Meat, milk and fish are prime sources of protein and therefore fuel most people's diets. Nobody's worried about taking in too little carbs or fat. We all know we get more than enough of that. At least that's what we think. So instead, we just focus on upping our protein intake, mostly resorting to animal-based products because they're laden with it. However, the results from the China study suggest that cells fed with plant-based protein are less likely to attract cancer cells because of a different set of enzymes being present. So for those rural areas in China where a low animal protein diet was followed, much less instances of heart disease, diabetes and several forms of cancer occurred as compared to areas with a high animal protein diet. Additionally, they conducted studies by exposing rats to aflatoxin, a substance potentially causing liver cancer, and then comparing what happened depending on how much animal protein the rats had in their diet. For the rats living on 5% casein, the protein in milk, chances of developing cancer were just 30% of what they were for rats eating a 20% casein diet. What's more, even low aflatoxin exposure rats developed 9 times as many tumors when eating 20% animal-based protein than high aflatoxin exposure rats eating just 5% animal-based protein. Therefore, the China study advocates getting your protein from beans, soy, nuts and lentils and switching your diet to one that is mostly, if not entirely, plant-based, like a vegetarian or vegan diet. My personal takeaways from the China study for 2017. <clears throat> Alright, I'll come out the gate and say that whatever I say next is going to be uh, biased, so take it with a pinch of salt. Um, my last ex-girlfriend was a vegan, or she was on track. She was on track to becoming a vegan and mostly ate vegan for the two years that we were together. And it got kind of ugly in the end when she tried to basically convert me and force her diet up on me, which I did not like, so I said goodbye. That's only part of the issue, but that's a little bit of the story here. So obviously, I'm not the most pro-vegan or pro-vegetarian guy you will walk into. That said, I read and learned more about this book because she read it while we were together and... I tried to learn as much of it as from it as I objectively could. And over the years, f across all the diet and, and nutrition books, uh, I keep coming to the same conclusion. And it's mostly that all diets are kind of useless. Because a diet restricts what you eat in terms of making rules for what you can and can't eat. And I think humans can, in theory, eat everything as long as they eat the right mix of things. And the right quality of things. I think there's a couple rules. Um, there's a book called, what is that, The Diet Myth or so? I can't exactly recall, but um, The Diet Cult, I think. Anyhow, uh, that suggests the rough idea is you can eat everything. You can eat meat, you can eat plants, uh, you can eat some junk food even. As long as you eat most of the stuff, is the good stuff, the high quality stuff, you know, vegetables, uh, some fruits, uh, nuts, uh, fish, and so on, uh, and especially high quality. And then you eat l a lot less of the bad stuff. 
so your body can handle everything and you will stay healthy. Uh, another cool idea I was, I, I thought, um, was that you can eat everything you want as long as you make it yourself. I think that's a great model to live by. So if you want pizza, you can just make pizza yourself. And if you make it entirely yourself from scratch, it's going to be great pizza. I do believe that most of us, especially in the Western world, we eat too much meat. We don't need to eat meat every day. Um, and I mean, even the Neanderthals, the, the paleo guys, those back in the day, they didn't catch a mammoth or, or a saber-toothed tiger or whatever they ate uh, every day. They probably caught one maybe, I don't know, once a week, once every two weeks, and then they had some meat and then they would live on plants again for a while. So I get that point. That said, I mean, vegan is the other opposite end of the spectrum, which is also very extreme. It's 1% of the population that eats vegan. There are no indigenous people in any country or continent in the world that eat entirely vegan. So even the most basic and natural sort of people, they still eat, I don't know, eggs or milk or, or something. Um, so I think there's a balance to be struck there. I think it doesn't matter so much what you eat or what you what you rule out and what you rule in. I think the quality aspect and where the ingredients come from and so on, I think that's a lot more important. So that's just my take on diets and everything. Again, take it with a pinch of salt. I've, I'm slightly biased against vegan and vegetarian diets. But um, all in all, I would say you can't read enough about this stuff. You can't educate yourself enough about this stuff. And you definitely can't remain critical enough about all of this stuff. So don't just believe something. Uh, look at a couple of different things and then decide what you want to do.